citizens of the internet. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Citizens of the Internet. And we're back after a very, very long hiatus. It feels good to be back, huh? How long has it been? Uh, it's been a cool minute, maybe like a month or two. Well, the last episode I dropped was last month, so I think it's been a, over a month now. Mm. I think it was about Zillow. We did an episode about oh, Zillow. Oh, yes, when you replaced me. Didn't replace you. It's, it's good <laughs> to get different flavors. <gasps> Gotta get different flavors in it, you know. I like, I like what I like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, that, that sounds kind of sus, so pause. Anyways, so what are we, uh, what's, what's going on for this episode? Today, we are reading. Reddit post. Da, 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 da. I think that Reddit is very fun because people don't care on there. They just, I feel like the anonymous animosity. No. Anonymous. No, no. Anonymity. That's what it is? Yeah. Okay. That one, I'm not going to say it again. Makes people feel safe and so they say a lot of crazy stuff on there so i've just been browsing lately and i thought it would be kind of fun to read it to our listeners let's start off real mild let's okay. get the listeners like what's the word primed, primed. yeah so this prime. this one's gonna be a silly goofy funny one um this one is on the subreddit petty revenge i love this for when i'm feeling angry at the world and then these people do like petty revenge and it makes me feel better like justice has been served so this one is called don't let your dog crap on other people's property in my neighborhood you'll be sorry uh oh this one's kind of a long one but i think it's worth listening to okay there we go okay. <clears throat> not long after i had moved into my house i got a dog about a year later a new neighbor moved on to our street and he also had a dog Everything seemed fine to me for about seven-ish months, and then I noticed that the older woman across the street had handmade little signs on sticks stuck into the ground along the front of her lawn saying, Please don't let your dog poop in my yard. I thought it was pretty funny and chalked it up to her just being a cranky old lady. Not long after that, I was cleaning dog poop in my own yard. I had a great designated patch of grass on the opposite side of my driveway, driveway ideal for this. When I scooped a poop that seemed larger than most of my dogs, I figured maybe I had given him too many treats. I don't know. I didn't think much of it. A week later, I was doing my daily poop scooping again when I noticed another really large pile of poop. Only this time, there was a bunch of corn kernels in it. Oh my goodness. Freaking disgusting. Yeah. So I instantly knew this was definitely not my dog's poop. I was pissed. Then I remembered the cranky old lady sign. Maybe she wasn't cranky and old after all. Or at least... Or at the very least, justifiably so. I decided I would keep a much closer eye on what was going on in my neighborhood. One day, I'm washing dishes at the sink and out the window, I see a dog, unleashed, coming into my yard. I'm watching, trying to rinse and dry my hands because my dog is flipping out. As I get to the door, the unknown dog squats and starts dropping bombs. I flew outside and was about to start yelling at the dog when I saw the owner standing at the end of my driveway watching. No respect. I was... I was absolutely astounded. I said, hey, uh, your dog just pooped in my yard. WTF? He responded, yeah. 
<laughs> I said, well, you need to clean it up now. He looks around and pats his pockets and says, I don't have anything to put it in. So I asked why he didn't bring a baggie along like a normal person. He shrugged and he said, do you have one I can use? Nope, sorry, no can do. I told him he'd have to go back home and come back. And I would wait. So he did. He walked home, got a bag, and when he returned, I was waiting in my driveway. I just, mad him, I just imagined him fuming the whole time, just waiting for that man to come back. He cleaned up his dog's mess and we had no issues for the next few months. Towards the end of that spring, I noticed every right-to-be cranky old lady had her handmade signs back up again. Uh-oh. Not again. Did this guy not learn? How rude. I decided I would have to keep a lookout again. About a week and a half later, after Memorial Weekend, I had some family over. My family came over um, for a cookout. The adults were chatting, cooking, having fun, blah, blah, blah. And then my four-year-old niece comes up to me and starts tugging on my brother's arm. The smell hit us instantly. They had pl been playing in dog poop. I thought my brother's wife was going to go crazy, but she was pretty calm about it. She asked me why I would let them play with my where my dog's bathroom was. I told her I didn't. We have a designated poop area. I don't know why there was poop, but I did know. Oh boy, did I know. It took everything in me not to march down the street and confront dog poop man. I decided it would only start trouble because I didn't know if I could keep my temper under control. Needless to say, it ruined the cookout and pretty much the whole visit, and I have never been so embarrassed. A week went by and I was still infuriated, even more so after stewing in it. I decided that this called for some good old-fashioned revenge, and I was going to school this butthole once and for all. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> censor myself. He curses a lot in here. Okay, I see. Spring, spring turned into summer, and I let my anger motivate me to be patient. Oh my god. Three whole months? Dang. My plan would take some time. As time passed, I continued my daily poop scooping. Only now, instead of disposing it, I was collecting it in a bucket with a lid. I would leave it out in the hot sun for maximum odor. And after three and a half humid, scorching summer months of collecting turds, the final phase of the mission was quickly approaching. I think it's worth noting that I didn't see the dog poop man all summer or his dog. I wonder if he had finally learned um, or got an earful from one of his neighbors. Didn't matter. His fate was sealed. I chose a beautiful night. Fall was just around the corner and the temperatures were cooler and humidity was lower. I sat out by the fire and got pretty plastered. About two or three in the morning, I took my bucket of feces and staggered down the street. I remember standing there for a moment smiling as I imagined dog poop man walking out his door in the morning to the sights and smells that awaited him. Then I tore off the lid and flung all the poop everywhere. It was a lot of poop. It was one of those most satisfying things I've ever done. I'm probably going to go to hell for it, but it was worth it. I drove by his house the next afternoon. He had hired a cleanup crew. He glared at me as I passed. He was pissed, but I was smiling. Elated. <laughs> the dog never pooped in anyone's yard ever again. Go to hell. He's, he's going to jail. <laughs> That's crazy. Wait, so he, he threw dog poop in the neighbor's yard or he threw it, the poop on him? No, he put, he threw it on the, the, the suspect's yard just his the dog yeah uh -huh. yeah if only he brought his own doggy bags that one day i don't think this would have happened yeah that, that i feel like that's very rude you know people that let their dogs kind of you know poop everywhere yeah i dog sitted for i don't know how like a week and every time i would take the dog out to go poop like she would poop in people's yards and i'm like oh my god like is this normal because i've never had a dog before mm -hmm. so like what do i do did they get mad but like I pick it up, but I don't know if it's like courteous for the for dogs just to not poop in yards in general. Like I don't. 
Okay, right. Do you have one? I have one. Can react in real time. All right, y'all, you ready? Right, all right. Um. Well, actually, we'll, we'll start off light too. Okay. We'll <laughs> so it's a, it's a, am I the asshole one? All right. And you know, the title is, am I the asshole for holding a grudge against my boyfriend for not moving in with me? Okay. My roommate of two years got a coop and had to move to another city. Oh, a co-op. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a chicken coop. <laughs> my roommate of two years got a co-op and had to move to another city. So I found myself without a roommate for a weird density, for a weird destiny coincidence. When I found out all of my friends had already signed a lease, it even happened that when I asked one of my friends, she had signed a lease an hour before I texted her. Oh, what? <clears throat> now I'm from another country and moved here for college. I have friends, but not many. During COVID, my boyfriend and I lived together for a while, and things went well. I asked my boyfriend if he wanted to move in together since I had no other roommate, and he told me he is not ready. Now this, is, now, this deeply hurt me because he was one of my last resort, and I took it as a rejection. I tried getting over it and told him it is okay, but it seems like I can't help but hold it against him. To be honest, he did make things worse by constantly bringing it up bringing it up but now he stopped i did find a roommate but she dumped me last minute and now i will be living with a stranger i don't know why but i keep being hurt by it and i don't seem to be able to get over it i realize i'm a sh i'm shitty for holding it against him and bringing it up and making him feel bad but i can't help it i am working on it i'm in therapy but it really broke me am i the asshole for keep for keep holding it against him. And then she, she has an edit. You want to see the edit after or before? I don't know I what don't the know. edit says. Okay, maybe let's talk about it. Maybe. And then we'll have to read the edit. Or should we read oh, it? Let's read the edit. Okay. okay, so edit. I feel ready to move in together. We've been dating for a while and talked about moving in. It was a matter of anticipating it a year by last resort. I mean that I wanted to give us both space and that... If I wanted to be with a friend, I was going to do that and move in with him mm. when he planned. Mm -hmm. She's basically saying that she didn't want to pressure him into moving, but then eventually all her friends, you know, were taken. And so her boyfriend was last resort. Mm -hmm. I know what she means. She doesn't mean it that way. Like last resort, how you would think. I see. I see. So do you think, do you think she's the asshole? Well, I mean, it doesn't seem like she's holding it against him, like in her mind, right? Mentally? Or like she's voicing it? I think it might be voicing. Oh. And like maybe, well, in, her, maybe in her heart. How old are they? Does it say? Um. It'll usually in brackets. No, it doesn't. She's foreign. Okay. She's foreign. So I don't think okay. she understands like, um, like internet American I wish we had like lingo. age because I think that helps. Well, I mean, they're old. They're in college. They're okay. they're past college. You know, they're working. So let's say they're like our okay. age, okay. mid twenties. Well, I think he voiced it very clearly and very respectfully. He's like, I'm just not ready. Mm -hmm. He didn't say like, Oh, I don't want to live with you. He was like, I just don't feel ready. Mm -hmm. But also, it depends on how long. How long have they been together? Does it say? Mm -mm. 
I think. Um, Let's say maybe a couple years. She's from another country. Well, I don't know. This is a big one. I feel We've like been dating for a while. Oh my God. She's so vague about everything. It was a matter like, of anticipating it a year. I don't know. Like, where does he live now? Who knows? Maybe in an apartment or at home. If she's if she is voicing this constantly, I think no. she is. I think she's. I, I'm, let's just, I'm. My verdict is she is the a hole in this. I situation. think so too. If she's if she's voicing it constantly, then yes, because like he's already respectfully said his stance on it, and he it. feels bad about like rejecting you. Yeah, but like he just doesn't feel ready, uh -huh. which is smart, I think. And like it, it must it must really be stewing within her to write about this on Reddit. I can see where she's coming from though, like you're. You're with your partner, your long-term partner, and you want to live with them. Well, it's not like she wanted, wanted to. It was more like he was her last resort. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, and you know, it's. I feel like like some girl, like some people in relationships, they kind of use their spouse like that. Like this is just another piece. If all else doesn't fail, if all else oh. fails, it's like there's Tom. Tom will always be here. Tom will always lend me money. Tom will always validate me tom will always do this and so it's like when tom doesn't do it it's like how dare you tom mm. yeah unfortunately i do think she is the a-hole yeah i mean it's it's a the boyfriend set boundaries that he didn't like he wasn't ready to cross you know and i feel like i was you know you respect that because you know he's not stringing her along like hey let's lift because like that's the you know when you live together with somebody that's the next phase and for him it you know he didn't he understands that it's a big deal yeah he wasn't i guess he wasn't moved said like okay let's do it he wasn't ready yet is there a verdict yeah people said she's the a-hole okay <laughs> who said it's it's in red like a-hole is there like a top comment like what did they say all right let's see the top comment sometimes it'll be like highlighted and stuff with like a bunch of awards but sometimes there's a judgment bot man their bots are very funny uh mm-hmm um, let's see. Let's sort by best. Yeah, the a-hole. He was honest with you, and you said he wasn't ready, which is... And he said he wasn't ready, which is 100% fair and is prerogative. You are in a rough position, but he shouldn't sacrifice what's best for his own life because of it mm, snaps edit snaps, snaps, your snaps, edit snaps, doesn't snaps. change anything at all <laughs> you feel ready to move in he doesn't hey that's base snaps, calm snaps, 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 mess snaps. 116 edited four months ago yes i agree yeah okay your turn but you know what i i like that she's going to therapy and she understands that she shouldn't be holding this against him. So that's good. She's a little bit self-aware. That's wild to go to therapy because of that. I mean, if it's She's really never good, been told no then. I don't know. Maybe. No, I think what she's probably misreading this. Like she, she said she felt like it was a rejection on her. Like at her. That's what I'm saying. Like she's never been told no before. Maybe. I don't right? know. Right. She's foreign. Dealing. These are different cultures. Probably. Over there, I'm sure like. She gets whatever she wants. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I don't really know her, but... You don't know her. But to go to therapy? Well, she's probably going to therapy rather than... Well, too. also, she was in a very tough spot, too. You know? Yeah, it's stressful moving. Her apartment, she didn't know where to go. And her yeah. last choice. 
Sorry, next. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, your turn. I have one. So we're going to spice it up a little bit. I'll spice it up. It's not that spicy, though, I don't think. Okay. This one is also an Am I the A-hole? Am I the A-hole for kissing my husband at a friend's event? I, female 37, and my husband, male 42, attended my friend Becky's, female 36, annual barbecue last weekend. Becky and I have been close friends since college. I met my husband shortly after graduating, and while him and Becky have never been close, such as hanging out without me, they always have been friendly toward one another, and we've hung out together on numerous occasions. Becky recently lost her husband due to a medical issue, and we've all been devastated. This year, Becky texted me the day before her event and told me that she was making this year's occasion a child-free one, and that meant I couldn't bring my three-year-old and that she understood if I couldn't make it. I bit my tongue in an effort to be respectful and thanked her for letting me know, and I told her I indeed wouldn't be able to make it. She responded by saying she was looking forward to seeing my husband at dinner, though. I saw no issue with this and sent her a thumbs up. The next morning was the day of Becky's event, and my mother-in-law luckily agreed to babysit our toddler. We thanked my mother-in-law and headed over to Becky's with food, gifts, and no children. As we walked in, Becky greeted my husband with a hug and an excited hello, and then me with a sort of surprise look on her face. She didn't say much to me and went into her living room with everybody else. I went to put down the food on, my, on the counter while she introduced everybody to my husband and referred to him as dear. My husband later told me this. Uh, oh, my husband told me this later on in the evening. I walked into the room and she gave me no mind since she was deep in conversation with a friend of hers. Sometime into the party, Becky and my husband were both standing at the patio door and she had her arm around his waist and he spotted and looked at me with a help me glare. So I made my way over thinking she had one too many. I gave him a kiss as he separated from her grasp. Becky looked at the both of us and then back at the others at the party with a shocked expression and then ran back into the house crying. She ran into the bedroom and locked the room and screamed at me to leave through the door. I tried asking her what had upset her and why she wanted us to leave numerous times. She refused to answer me and just kept crying. So we left and on the way out received some pretty dirty looks from the other party goers. Later, I received texts from several mutual friends who scolded me for PDA and how Becky was so upset that I made her party look tacky and that I was rubbing it in her face, that she was a widow. I was so shocked and hurt to hear this and mention that every other couple at the event was also being relatively affectionate and that despite my husband and I not being ones to commit to PDA in public, I had given him a side hug and a peck kiss and that was all. Anyways, I'm at a loss at what I should do. I feel like I hurt a close friend, but I'm not sure how and what I can do to fix it. Help, am I the asshole? What do you think? No, I don't think she's the a-hole. I don't think so either. Yeah. Becky has some issues. Yeah, but Becky. She is projecting. Becky was plotting. Becky with the good hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she recently lost her husband, so I think she is ready to make a move on the other husband. She said she was excited to see the husband whenever the wife was like, oh, I can't make it. I got to watch my kids. She was like, I'm excited to see your husband, though. Yeah, to flirt and with the- him for the attention and validation. And she was looking for that. And so, because think about it, right? Like why they they both knew what they were doing, right? Because, you know, Becky knew what she was doing. So like, because the wife kissing the husband was like, a, like, hey, back off. Yeah, because the husband was like, help me. Yeah, and I know. And so Becky saw that and was like, like, you know, because she was, I'm sure she was enjoying the attention. Mm-hmm. People say that they think that Becky had told everyone that her, um, this woman's husband was her husband or her new boyfriend. And so when those this OP kissed 
OP means original poster. OP kissed uh -huh. um, her husband. She felt humiliated because to the party people, that's like Becky's boyfriend. And so for her to kiss it, it make the party look tacky or whatever. So top comment says, I mean, it's so obvious that she was hitting on the husband. She's probably embarrassed and humiliated. OP should text her a fake apology. I'm sorry you got upset, but my husband signaled to me to come kiss him because he felt really trapped by you clinging to him. Then write off the friendship because it's already over. Not the asshole. 40,000 up likes, up votes. On the comment? Yeah. 40,000. Yeah. There's a lot of people on Reddit. That's good. Yeah. And so the verdict is not the a-hole. That's good. That's good. Officially. Okay, we gotta, we gotta bring it up a notch. All right. All right. Time to sp sp spice it up. Dum -dum. All right. So this is a, this is a story. It's a cheating wife story. Oh, Lordy. Uh, okay. I just found out that my wife of three years and partner for seven has been sneaking around behind my back. I first noticed when she was going out a lot recently. That's, you know, what did, what did Drake say? You know, You're going out more wearing less. Oh, you know, that's, that's usually the first sign and going to the same bar. One, her, one of her, one, her and I do not frequent one together. There were some inconsistencies in her stories and I got suspicious and stopped and I stooped to going through her phone. Well, my suspicions were correct. She was messaging with the bartender saying she missed him and wanted to see him. So naturally I asked her about it and she got defensive and, and angry at me for going through the phone. You know, it's always the bartender. I don't know why, but like what? Really? A bar bartender is a is a top thought job, or a top male thought job. Oh, I haven't read any stories with bartenders being in that position. Um, and then he goes, I think I caught it early on and talked with her and went to make things worse. Oh, wait, I think I I think I caught it really early on and talked with her and want to make things work. Our next two days together were great, amazing. We loved each other. It felt more than ever during these days. We loved each other. It felt like more than ever these days. Mm -hmm. I then went to work, night shift, and she went out again, dang. I questioned her and she got defensive, blocked me, stopped sharing location and never came home. Later, I later found out she was with him again. I don't know, what's, I don't know what extent, but they were together. She's always texting with him and now hiding her phone. And I found and I found inappropriate pictures and what now and whatnot. I still am willing to work things out. I scheduled us counseling. I sat down and had a heart to heart with her about what she wants and what she needs. She insists she wants us to work, that she loves me and is in love with me. We have stuff to work on and it's going to be hard. We had a civilized conversation that went well and thought we had a great path and plan to fixing things. Then it ended with her leaving and staying at a friend's house. I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm making all the effort and I feel like I'm being manipulated. She knows I'm here. What should I do? 
He's asking if he's an asshole? No, this is just more so like a story, like cheating one. Oh, okay. Because I was like, baby, you're not. <laughs> like, poor thing. Um, you know, men are abused. A lot of men are abused in this world. Mm-hmm. That's very sad. Uh-huh. But, man, that sucks. Like, you're trying and she just does not care. Yeah. But I wonder, like, how long have they been married? Do you know? Three years. And partner for seven. That's kind of long. Are they young? Sorry, I forgot their ages. I don't think it says the age. Oh. I'm going to assume like they're probably in their late 20s. I think like early late 30s. Because oh. they've been together for seven years. And they were dating for three. So they probably met in their mid-20s. So they're like maybe 36. This sounds like... This, <laughs> 36? Yeah, I'm I mean, this, this sounds like old women <laughs> shit. Old women shit. Like, think about it. Going to the bar... Having a fling with the bartender. I don't know. I don't know old women. I mean, girls, tendencies. girls, younger girls are usually like at frat parties, maybe talking to a frat guy or a sugar daddy. Those are the type of men they interact with. Usually, okay. super, like super high up there mm-hmm. in the like oh, dominance hierarchy your, for their I age. See, I see your process. While you know, older process. women tend to yeah go for more so like wild wilder men. Like men their age, but are kind of like wild. Mischievous. Yeah, like, like let's say Motorcycle like. Motorcycle riders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Aquaman kind of guy. What's his name? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Like imagine Bad if he was, boy. Yeah. So like it seems like that's what she wants. And like her husband is way too nice. She's bored of the relationship. She already has him figured out. They've been together for seven years. She's cheating on him clearly in his face. And he wants to make it work. Like, you know, what respect does she have for him anymore? I don't think he should make it work. She doesn't care, obviously. That's sad. It's real sad. You know, they, they, you know, I know, like, people talk about, like, you know, men this, men that, you know, men. But, like, a, a lot of these men were, like, like, the bad men I feel like we see today weren't bad men in the past. Like, somewhere along the line, something kind of, like, threw them off track. And I think, like, a story like this is usually what creates, you know, the joke, like, the jokers of the world. Or like the villains. So the top comment is, you told her what you want. And while she said that she wants the same, her actions have proofen the exact opposite. Because he said proofen. P-R-O-O-F-E-N. Proofen. That's cute. The exact opposite. Actions speak louder than words. Even after you caught her, she went on to cheat on you. If you keep acting like you did until now, then this will only go on. You need to show her that you allow no one to treat you like that. You caught her, gave her a chance, and she made a decision that the other guy is more important to her. Listen to that. He is more important to her more important than you and your marriage Damn, oh my god go. <laughs> <laughs> he's an instigator <laughs> he's like I <laughs> all caps i am ready oh my goodness <laughs> want me to keep going no okay okay yeah so he's basically saying like hey, basically yeah. we he's get like, yeah, be careful for stds you know like get tested type stuff yeah yeah 
Also, I think she's comfortable in the relationship being this way, like the in a marriage, like for uh, what is it like safety, safety net or whatever, because she doesn't feel sorry for doing it. Mm -hmm. But she keeps him around. I mean, which is I weird. Think yeah. I mean, she he caught her cheating. She got mad at him, and he goes, "Oh, let's let's go to counseling. I want to make it work." It's like he already wants to make it work, so you know, it's like she could just do the bare minimum, and he's still gonna keep trying. It's That's sad. so messed up. All right, next one. All right, you go. This is another Am I the A-hole. Am I the A-hole for asking my boyfriend why he packed condoms for a trip he's taking without me? Sadly, this is a serious question. I'm in an exclusive, not open relationship for eight months. My boyfriend is in his 30s and he's leaving abroad for three weeks and invited me, also in my 30s, over last night since it was the last time we'd see each other for a while. He wasn't done packing for the trip, so there was stuff everywhere. I saw the condoms in his in this clear Ziploc bag. No, plainly visible, and I did not open or snoop in anything. Of toiletries, so of course I asked about him. His response was that he always keeps them in there and didn't bother taking them out for the trip. Reddit, I watched him combine OTC meds from two bottles into one bottle to save space on this trip. I didn't think anything in his bag is in there by accident. By now, he's giving me the silent treatment and acting like I ruined New Year's for asking. Am I the asshole for being suspicious of this? Edit, he has never cheated previously and doesn't know anyone in this country and is going there for a fairly intensive field research project. I don't believe he has an active plan to cheat. I am, however, upset because to me, the act of bringing condoms is an act of refusal to close the door on the possibility of intimacy with someone else if the opportunity happens to arise. Again, my asshole for being suspicious. What is your take? Obviously, she's not the asshole. Um, bringing those along obviously means he has some kind of plan like why would you there is no reasonable explanation to have them and i know i've read a lot of these where men will go on trips and they will pack condoms and then when they get confronted they're like oh i'm holding it for someone who the who what are you talking about we're all grown people like they can get their oh that does not make any sense to me all right so i got one okay. cheating stories what should i do i a 20 year old man have been in a relationship this this is my voice acting voice okay <clears throat> uh, let me get my let me get my water i got to get ready for this. okay water break sponsored by citizens of the internet <laughs> all right so i <clears throat> 20 male have been in a relationship with my girlfriend, 18, for eight months. Everything in this relationship was going smooth so far until this, month, until this month rolled by. Three weeks ago, I met up with an old friend, 21-year-old female from high school, and we started catching up while going on a walk. In the process of that, this girl started hitting on me, and in the heat of the moment, I started hitting on her back, and we flirted for like 15 minutes back and forth. She later asked me if I wanted to take things further inside her apartment since she was home alone. In that moment, I started to think a lot about my girlfriend and how much I loved her to do how much I loved how much I loved her to do anything with anyone else. How much I loved her to do anything with anyone. Okay, I guess. So I told <laughs> so I told her I Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I started thinking about my girlfriend and how much I loved her and to do anything with anyone else. Like he couldn't think 
to do anything. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one for me. So I told her I couldn't, and then I had to go because of a family issue. The next day, I communicated my feelings with her and told her that I couldn't see her anymore, and that I just couldn't cheat on my girlfriend because I knew she could never cheat on me. That day, around 10 p.m., I picked up my girlfriend from work, and we spent the night at my place. What a good boyfriend. I just, I just kidding. I just, Keep I just, going. <laughs> I want to I hear what he has okay, to okay, say. Okay, okay, okay. The following morning when I woke up, I couldn't find my phone, and my girlfriend was missing as well. Oh my goodness. He done lost two girls in one day. I walked upstairs, and she was cleaning my house while on the phone with her family. She looked at me and casually said, Good morning, darling. And I asked if she had seen my phone. And she pulled it out of her pocket and said, When I'm done with this phone call, we have to talk. I went to the, that's scary. That's a scary, we gotta talk, you know? I went to the bathroom where she later met up with me and confronted me about the messages. I told her all that happened between me and her was flirting back and forth. And later I snapped out of it and headed back home. I told her that I knew I messed up and completely understood if she didn't want to be with me after that. But instead, she told me the word, it's okay. I deserve it. And confessed to me that two months into the relationship, she had sex with another 18-year-old female that was apparently down for a threesome with me and my girlfriend. I don't feel too bad that it was a girl, but I don't feel great either. I feel betrayed and confused. I decided to forgive her, but it still hurts a bit that she would do that to me. And I still think about it a lot. I feel like I can't leave her either because I just love her so much. I don't know what to do. I need your advice, Reddit. Wow, this was the best one so far. That was a twist. Now what a twist, huh? A little twisty twist. Uh-huh. When I read this one, I was like, oh, this is good. A good one. What one month ago. the heck? Because I was, when he was like, naturally, I flirted back. I was like, okay. Judging the man already. Already judging him. Didn't even. Okay, first of all, why is that your instinct to be flirting back? I don't know. That's weird. Two months, two months in, she was cheating. Okay, yeah, that too, though. Let me, let me hold on. (laughs) What he did was not, (laughs) what he did was not, was not cool, the flirting part. But it was good of him to be self-aware enough to be like, whoa, this needs to stop. And he left. That's the bare minimum, though. Like, you sh- anyways, what she did—that is so messed up. It was a threesome, and he would—he <laughs> should have been that's there. What I'm like, that's one. She violated for being fake and a bad girlfriend. She didn't even ollie oop the third girl. She took it for herself. That's fake. Who does that? Oh Not a God. team player. That is so messed up. And like, he forgave her, but he's still thinking about it. Because like, to the guys, like, oh, it's just a girl. It's not a guy. Yeah, but still. So the guy, he might even think it's kind of like, you know, hot in some weird way. Dang, I would be hurt if that was me. I'd be hurt too. I would be so hurt. It doesn't matter who they are. The fact that you stepped out on the relationship, dang. You know, I mean, that's why when they say, like, say they catch you doing something and they're like, oh, I forgive you or it's okay. It's like, you better be careful because... They already got their revenge on you. And you just don't know it. Right. Is this an am I or is this a story? This is a story. I only have nothing but stories. Okay, that's good. I don't... Okay. Right, hold on. Let's, let's see what the top comment was. Okay, 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 okay so okay. it goes, Well, 
I don't see how her cheating equals yours. You never had s with anyone、yeah. other than girlfriend during the relationship. You had someone come into you, come on to you, but you didn't go along with it. Come into you, but your, but your girlfriend had s with someone. I think she's hiding more. Are you censoring the word? Yeah, yeah. She had you know yeah had s with somebody. Okay. I think she is hiding more than what she had told you. Now, I mean, we might be on Spotify video, so I gotta admit, I want to make sure this episode, you know,、mm. makes it. I don't want to mess up and then, you know, have something slip through the cracks. I want to put a good episode on the board. That was that was a top. That was the best comment. They got. I know that people always say like Reddit's go-to advice is to break up, but like, if he's still thinking about it. I don't think he will ever stop thinking about it. I, like, I'm a comment. Break up! <laughs> Exclamation mark! You know I'm serious. Citizens of the internet. All the citizens say to break up <laughs> right now. Spam the chat! Spam the chat! All right, your turn. Okay, I'm not gonna read the title because it's a giveaway. I just—it's a short and sweet one, but okay. Okay, I have one. It has nothing to do with cheating, but it's sad. Get ready. All right, let me. Let's get it. This is a confession. <clears throat> I don't want to read the title. I'll just go into it.、Um, it has a flare that says remorse, so they feel bad. I am in my forties now, and I don't deserve the life I have. I stepped on the backs of my classmates to make myself feel better about myself. I was bullied harshly in school and had the poop beat out of me on a daily basis until I hit puberty, figuratively, not literally. Then I suddenly grew into a monster. I towered over everybody at a school, and I also channeled my anger into working out and became even bigger. I was a huge ogre of a person. I hated everybody. I had so much angst built up from my own bullying. My former bullies, being the manipulative cowards that they were, I see this in retrospect, but didn't see it at the time, befriended me, and we were pretty much held a reign of terror over the school. Oh, what? His former bullies、mm-hmm. became friends, and they went like Megatron bully.、Mm-hmm. I fed on the newfound respect for my former enemies. We prayed on the week. There were about five nerds. Sorry, no laughing. There were about five nerds that I personally tormented harshly. I joined Facebook a couple months ago to see what became of them. I had hopes that they were able to live happy lives despite my awful torment treatment. Sorry, my awful treatment of them. One I knew died suspiciously in high school, but it turns out it was a suicide that was covered up. Two more killed themselves right after high school graduation. The fourth lives alone in a trailer and appears to be crazy. The fifth person actually turned their life around and married the head cheerleader several years after graduation. So at least there's that. I wish I could apologize to the remaining two, but it would be so trite and meaningless. Plus, it would probably re-traumatize them, having to see me again or having to think about those events again. I suck. I'm sorry, and sometimes I feel like I should off myself too. You know, to balance the scales of life, I have been tormented my entire adult life for being the bully that I was, when I really should have been an advocate for the bullies instead. Bullied instead. I mean, I already knew how it felt. Instead of sticking up for pe- people and beating the bullies, I, like a B word, joined them. I can never forgive myself for that. This is the worst bullying story I have heard in terms of like the outcome of well, it. Was good insight. I mean, I feel like th- that post was really good insight to see like the psychology of you know how like when you get power, it's like when someone gets power, they no longer fight for the.、Uh, They kind of become the oppressor. Power corrupts everything. Was that experiment Stanford? I think so. Stanford experiment. Yeah. That makes me sad. Yeah. Okay, I have one. All right. It's called <clears throat> tonight. 
He finds out I know. I accidentally found out on Halloween that my husband cheated on me while we were dating. Oh, you got a cheating one. Finally, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and is still in contact with and at the bare minimum, minimum still flirting with the woman he cheated on me with. I've spent the last two weeks processing this information, grieving the relationship I never actually had and planning my next steps. I talked to therapists, lawyers, and God about it. And now I'm ready to confront my husband. Tonight he finds out I know. And there is an update. I love updates. But let's first, suspense, let's see what people have to say. They say. Wait, did she tell them? What? I thought there would be more to it. Like she tells like. No, this is called, this is on the subreddit surviving infidelity. Okay. Um, the top comment is stay strong and don't stand for any gaslighting from him. They say it's a whole discussion, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. Here's the update. First of all, I want to say a heartfelt thank you to the many Redditors who commented on my post and gave me support and advice. I decided on the direct approach. I started with, I have something really difficult to talk to you about and I don't know a good way to ease into it. So I'm just going to say it. It has been recently brought up to my attention that you cheated on me while we were dating and have continued to stay in contact with this person and flirt with this person to this day and I don't know what to do about it. Mm. Then I braced myself for denials, gaslighting, reverse interrogation, and trickle-truthing. Damn, she opened the textbook and went to town. <laughs> he paused, looked in my eyes, and proceeded to spill his guts. I asked questions to keep him moving along. He would disclose something and look at me for my reaction. I would just say, and then what happened? And he would tell me the next part. He did ask me how much I knew and who told me. Typical. I responded that those things don't matter. Yep. What mattered is, would he be honest with me now and would he share it with me, share it all with me or not? And then he plunged back in. It was a physical affair up until the point he decided to propose to me. What? So basically our whole relationship is a lie. Practically. And after that, it was an on again, off again, emotional affair. He owned it all. He didn't blame me for any of it. He said she meant nothing, picked up his phone, and deleted her contact. Liar. He probably knows her number by heart. He told me she was out of his life forever. He told me he was committed to me and building a life with me. Yeah, right. He said <laughs> he said he recognized toxic behaviors in himself and that he was repeating from his childhood. He recognized he, in many ways, had turned into his narcissist. Ah, here we go. Narcissistic father, and that it horrified him that he doesn't want to be that person and wants to learn healthy behaviors. You guys, he apologized for hurting me and recognized the deep betrayal this was, and that it would take years to fix this if it could even be fixed. He said he wanted to start IC immediately and continue MC. What's that? Something counseling, individual counseling, and continue marriage counseling, and that he was committed to becoming the partner I deserved. Then he asked me if I was willing to work with him or if I was done. I told him the truth. I walked into that conversation done. And that I expected him to make it easy for me to walk away. And that he hadn't and I needed to think about it. I had a session with my therapist today and we talked about how it went and how I felt. We talked about my fears. That he means it now, but that he won't have the mental fortitude to actually do the hard work necessary for change. And after three or four months, he will be back to his old self. She validated my fears as real and probable, but also pointed out his sincerity. He truly was sincere. I remained unconvinced of his capabilities to deliver on real change, though. After last night with him and speaking with my therapist today, I've decided to adopt a wait-and-see approach. I'll wait and see what he does, and if he can really put his money where his mouth is, I will wait and see if trust can develop and if love can survive. I feel relieved that it's out in the open now. I didn't realize how heavy carrying this weight was until I put the burden down last night. I'll do another update after our marriage counseling session after Wednesday. 
otherwise known as the session in which my husband will be responsible for disclosing his affair and building an action plan for reconciliation. Thank you again for the support. Truly made a difference for me. She is a better woman than I am. He should, he should, he should just leave, you know? I feel like he's about to get put through the ringer now. Like, he, he, he done messed up. He has no leeway no more, no type of nothing. She's going to be on him. Your phone, your Addy. And, you know, who knows? Like, maybe she might have, like, a fit of rage sometime in the future and just start, like, lashing out on you. And you might as well just, like, if you cheat, don't even go back. You know, just just get out of there. Terrible advice. Well, well don't cheat, but it's like, you know, I, well, I don't know. Some people want it to, some people want it to work so bad. Like they really like this person and they would do anything for that person. And that, that's like a wild kind of love that I just don't understand. That is messed up to me that it wasn't a one-time thing. It, I think that's harder to get around. Oh, it was multiple. It, the fact that it was one woman and it, it started up until it was physical up until he proposed to her, which was who, who knows how long she didn't disclose. But that basically means from the beginning until proposal. And then it was uh, on again, off again, emotional affair from there. One woman the entire time. It's usually he, one woman. He's, he's not committed to her at all. And she was thinking. Well, she got the was. ring though. Okay. She got the ring and the other woman didn't. And at what cost? She won. She won. That is, that's not winning. That's not winning. Because <laughs> you. you. Well, who did she win? She wanted cheat cheaters. Yeah, like you discuss these things and like you guys have boundaries and commitments you guys make to each other and he broke all of them mm -hmm. and she was still committed. I don't know. That was sad. But I mean, she's stronger than I am. That's what I also I can say because she was so like calm about that it. That was a very narcissistic move, right? Like like that was that was a good play he did. What? The coming clean cuz she already had the data on him. It's like he, him lying narcissistic yeah Who? like that's a play like i'm gonna go to counseling i'm gonna do better yeah that's I cheated, why i rolled my eyes you know my mom yeah his dad actually oh, my dad i mean he says narcissistic father so, and he said he doesn't want to be like him and so he probably knows how how to do it how old are they it doesn't say mm. it's a throwaway account too so like there's no information but that's crazy you know reddit reddit is such a wild place to be on such a wild app. Not as crazy as 4chan, though. I've never gone on 4chan. 4chan is scary. Have you been on 4chan? Yes. Yeah. Not not as a user, but, like, as a outsider. Because sometimes they have, like... They're the only ones that have the news on something that no one else can have. Because it's, like, so insane. But 4chan doesn't really have censorship, I don't think. And so I go in there, but, like, their format is so weird. Like, I don't even know how to navigate it. And so, like, I don't even try. Uh-huh. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna start wrapping up. We're hit the hour thirty mark. This was a good. Okay. This, was, this was a good episode. Very nice. Thank you. I have to sneeze. Just go ahead, sneeze. Let it out. It's gone. She couldn't handle it. She, <laughs> under pressure, she, <laughs> the pressure. Folded. she folded. But anything, anything. How, how have you been though? Like just before we close out, just some light talk. Huh? Everything okay? Since the last episode, you doing better in life? Doing good? Mm. You can lie. You, yeah, you, I'm, doing okay, good. Good. I'm yeah. doing great. I'm doing great. School's ending. I'm excited for the holidays. Um, starting school again next semester will be very exciting. And 
yeah i'm ex- i'm actually very excited i'm very happy i'm excited that we got to do this podcast again me too i was very nervous this entire episode i was i was sweating a lot so you know don't go back and watch the film but if you did notice watch it in 360 why are you why are you paying so much attention <laughs> to me but if you didn't notice that's good don't don't even but um i get nervous before every episode you know i, I always want to like present the my best self or my best product and my worst critic you know but from the last podcast till now i've been like trying to improve cody right we came out with you know we, we had the 1.0 now we got the 3.0 right the new version merch more more to come more we have many more to come you guys it's very exciting um being able to create what you want and being able to wear it because i think that's a problem in like fashion if you're not the creator you kind of have to seek out what you want a lot of times you can't find it yeah so you gotta make your own yeah like so when i was going to when i was like designing shirts i have to remind myself i can do whatever i want like no one can tell me no no one can tell me like that's not it like i am the creator and no one can stop me there's just there's just so much power and just ownership and owning something that's yours Mm mm-hmm if you would like to own our ownership shirts, <laughs> go ahead and go to our website, citizensoftheinternet.com. The shop, shop? the shop section. Oh, yes. Dot com. Um, is it the citizens or just citizens? The citizens. Yes. The citizensoftheinternet.com. And then go to the shop place. And we have dropped new merch. And um, more will be coming. So stay on the lookout. We will also keep you updated. Yes, we're going to try to drop like an episode. I mean, maybe once a week or every other week. We're going to try to be more consistent with this. See how far we can take this. Because, I mean, it's fun. And Famous last words for any creator before they post again in a year. <laughs> but I've, I've, I haven't missed. I haven't missed for two years. Like, Cody is turning two years old pretty soon. Aww. Yeah, like, we dropped our first episode back in March last year. So we're coming up on year two pretty soon. So that's good. I'm very excited. Okay. All right. See you. You can leave. So, now. yeah, so we're, we're going we're gonna <laughs> to clo- close out in uh, three, two, one.